0: You know, I thought I had an opening bit, but I couldn't come up with a pun for X-Men 2. So. Hi, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to X-Men Too Many Mutants.
1: Uh, <laughs> X-Men 2, the one with the I... stupid-ass stupid subtitle. It. That's what I call this one.
2: Well, uh, X-Men United? I, mean, it is I hate that point.
1: subtitle.
3: Uh, it
1: I mean, I'm not like...
2: bothered by that. I'm bothered by the fact that like, when you look it up, it's it's actually titled X2. And we called it X2. Why do we need X-Men United? We know it's an X-Men movie. Okay. hmm just just call it x-men 2 and like i don't i don't yeah it's really dumb the I mean, titling, it, could be worse. it
0: could be worse it could be lived i repeat edge of tomorrow um right whatever the fuck that was bad yeah whatever <laughs> <of> the <laughs> well, they didn't
2: just call it they didn't call it tmnt secret of the yeah. use they call it yeah. teenage moon and ninja turtles and then secret of the i
4: i believe they called it tmnt
1: if
2: that's how you have to type it into google then those people i won with them
1: North. Yeah, that was the official uh,
5: TMNT. Yeah, that Hell was yeah, a North of Do you know what the um, the official like Japanese title of the book Edge of Tomorrow is? Based on is? Uh, Isn't all it just
2: all you need all is kill. All you need all is, you
5: need need is you need kill. kill.
0: Which sounds like it sounds like a parody Bond film. Hell yeah!
5: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, if,
1: uh, Paul McCartney decided to write a fucked up field movie. Yeah. All you need is mm-hmm. kill, brother. Oh,
5: Imagine all you my is all it, all it, all is death.
2: Yeah, it's like the. Um, yeah, no, go ahead. Anyway, I was, um, gonna, I was gonna make a joke about River Song, but I've done that before, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. So anyway, we have a, uh, a bit of a packed house tonight. Um.
5: Uh, so I'm here, Connor McGraw. Who else is here? Harlan Haro, uh, Hunter Downport also more like X Men Poo United.
2: Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> okay, dare you? Okay, <laughs> Hunter, you're fired. I'm giving you the resignation forms. Gone. I'm. Uh, <laughs> you I'm are John... no longer a consummate professional. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm John
1: Scott. I'm the hired help. Um, I'm continuing that joke from last week, and no one can stop me.
2: Yeah.
3: I'm Lou Gonzalez, and I know a little girl that can walk through walls.
1: God.
4: Uh Yikes. and uh I'm John Seiler I'm what happens when a toad is struck by lightning
0: <laughs> uh, Oh god that, that was <laughs> oh, that again oh. <laughs> oh. You have no idea how appropriate that intro actually was <laughs> <laughs>
1: well at least the good news is she dropped the accent
0: well it's funny because like we spent a good probably like 20 odd minutes scattered throughout just dissecting that line and how stupid it is
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. real dumb
1: do we ha- i'm real trying dumb. to think do we have one in this movie because there- there's there's a few uh, i, I wouldn't like, say there one, are
2: lines one, there there one, are, one, there are that are there's some visuals that are very goofy yeah uh, and the
1: one that always stuck out to
0: me was when um it's, it's the delivery it's when um it's when uh, colossus is like i can help you and then wolverine's like help them and that's it yeah that's the entire <laughs> thing. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
3: It's a good line. It's just delivered terribly.
0: Oh, Uh, so now we're, we did X-Men one last week. Uh, Now we're doing X Two X-Men United from 2003 directed by Brian Singer Uh, again uh mm-hmm. by David Hayter uh and and Zach Penn uh and then we're gonna roll down the
1: cast we're not gonna spend a lot of time with the people who are returning because if you listen to last week's episode uh, we forgot one writer we forgot uh Michael Dougherty um if you guys don't know him he is the guy who wrote and directed Prampus and the upcoming Godzilla King of the Monsters Whoa! oh shit oh.
2: yeah also Superman Returns so take yeah. Care uh, and yeah and Trick or yeah. Treat yeah.
0: oh that's a good movie yeah, this is a great film. Um, so pretty yeah. much everyone from the first film came back. Um,
1: am I wrong in that department?
2: I don't, uh, think, uh, I don't think. I don't think you're wrong.
1: Uh, I think the majo- Yeah, the, the majority of the cast, minus Toad, who you know got zapped uh, out, one out one of the movie. right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, he had to go off and not be uh, Darth Maul uh, ever again. And Tyler Mayne, who's doing recently. God knows what. Yeah, I Tyler Tommy has a real
1: promising career somewhere. is like... doing Troy
2: right now? Actually, yeah, probably. Uh, actually, you know what I think. And you're like correct,
0: a, like a pizza, Troy,
2: written by David Benioff, everybody's favorite person at this exact moment in time. Oh, yeah. the recording, oh god, <laughs> um, so he endeared himself to people.
3: The only yep. casting changes are like the insulary characters, and one character that gets a bump up they recast,
0: yeah. So Tyler Main was actually was probably filming Troy because Troy came out in 04. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Blamo. So we have a bunch of new mutants to talk about. Um, I will go right down the list and try to find them.
1: Uh, before we start, I want to get one thing going, Holly. Barry was supposed to be Jennifer Lopez and Geely, but she dropped out to do this movie.
3: Oh, uh, who shot the
1: bullet? Yes, what a boy, um, indeed.
3: Anyway,
0: yeah. so I'm going to start with our first new character, and that is uh, it's a big one. It's Brian Cox as William
1: Stryker. Um, mm-hmm. it, the part of this whole movie. So, yeah.
0: is this the best version of Stryker, or do we prefer um, the uh, dude from Mad Max, or do we prefer what's his face from Danny uh, Houston? Or, yes, yeah, Danny Houston? 30 Days Night. I, no,
3: yeah. I think for me, this is the best version because they give him yeah. room, There's, they give him so much backstory, you get exactly why he's who he is is and it's Brian mm. so yeah,
2: yeah prime, awesome. I think Brian and Houston wasted like, like no one was yeah. oh, that done yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: Oh, sorry. It's uh, I said it was Brian Cox chewing scenery like no one's business. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's pretty excellent at that and Siler, I'm sorry. did you have something to say too?
4: Oh, like well, and also he just like kind of represents like I think are like the best kind of X-Men villains where they're like yeah. the super racist prejudiced like X-Men villains. Yeah,
0: you mean like the 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 Michael Pence looking white-haired um uh very very right. uh, Obviously, yeah. just transparently vicious psychopath who who has no qualms about hurting people.
3: My um, favorite part is that he's wearing it like a, a job's party. Party.
0: Yeah, um, and so yeah, I think it works. Um, if you try to analyze how he looks throughout this fucking convoluted timeline, it's certainly very confusing because it is. Like yeah. he he goes from Danny Houston to Brian Cox allegedly. It's like what the fuck happened to you? you
1: well, in the on, middle, you in the middle you go to that one guy in the seventies from Days of Future Bass. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, so yeah. Then again, but then again, if you do the whole um because um uh Trask is
0: uh played by Bill Duke in these movies, is he not?
1: And then in, <laughs> um, he's in the
4: future, background, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's and played then, by
1: Bill Duke in three and then yeah.
0: And then he's suddenly Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that <laughs> oh, that that makes I, sense.
4: I didn't even catch Boulevard Trask was in this movie. He's not in this yeah. one, I think
2: he's in last Dan. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. Like, for example, um, Beast is in this movie on the T V. Um,
4: and, and he's talking to Sebastian Shaw.
2: Yeah. Wait, is he, really? I didn't get wait, that. Sebastian is, Shaw yeah. wait, what?
4: I mean, he was talking to a Doctor Shaw or a Mr. Shaw. So it's either Yeah,
3: they, it's either Dr.
4: It, yeah, it's either gonna be like uh Sebastian or Shinobi.
0: That would be really confusing right. considering Sebastian should have a big giant quarter sized hole in his head.
2: Exactly. He should <laughs> He should no longer be existing. Um, he yeah. should
1: just sitting there across some Kelsey grammar and like giant blue makeup. Yeah. yeah. How are you doing there, Sebastian? He's just drooling. <laughs>
4: yeah. maybe, maybe that's why it's Shinobi Shaw. Mr. Shinobi Shaw.
0: I would yeah. buy that. Um, so rolling right down the list, right next on IMDb, is uh, Alan Cumming as Kurt Wagner, aka Nightcrawler.
2: Yeah. That's yeah, the best I interpretation imagine. of
1: Nightcrawler out of all the movies we've seen him in.
2: I mean,. Okay, I'm. I'm not gonna go to like. To, I'm not gonna go at you for that, but I'll just say this. He hasn't really had a chance to be anything in these movies. Um, like I would say that uh, Azazel was more of an actual character even than what Cody Schmidt McPhee has actually I, had an opportunity I to this, be. That,
0: I will say this: that his appearances beyond this film, he is not a character and he is a function. Yeah. 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 He's because, because he has that a character. character. Yeah. yeah. And he, like, I don't think they knew what the fuck to do with him in, in Apocalypse. And then, uh, was he in? Well, he's going to be in Dark Phoenix. So I guess those are his two canonical appearances. <laughs> right. right? right. Yeah. yeah. I was
3: going to say, like, his the character design is probably the best thing in these first two movies, mm-hmm. especially considering the other character who's all blue. Like, he, yes. I think yeah. pretty, the hand feet look not good. But I feel like that's yeah. more of, like, time. But, like, the, the scarring stuff I think is amazing. His look, the teeth, the eyes. Mm-hmm the tail looks good yeah, yeah. and, they, and
1: they yeah i think kinda... that design holds up incredibly well over the last 16 years oh, go ahead. No. Go ahead, Tyler.
4: oh no and i think they kind of also just kept because i think there's just like something about nightcrawler that's like he's like deformed but he's also just like like there's just like a certain amount of like uh how, how do i say this like um hotness to him like they kept yeah, I mean, that there's, there's a they...
0: hideous beauty going on to him
4: yeah, it, and it was like, oh, like, they, because it was like, Nightcrawler's, like, not a character, like, I've, like, was a super huge fan of, like, growing up, but, like, I'm listening to Jay and Miles explain the X-Men, and it was just, like, how, m- how much, like, women love, like, Nightcrawler, and I thought that was, and, like, rewatching like, X2 now, I'm like, oh, they still, like, kept a lot of that shit in.
5: Yeah, unless you have a foot fetish, he's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's even if you, even if you pretty. don't, whatever.
0: Um, I, yeah, I will say they made him very pretty, which is, I guess, works. And even, I guess, if you look on the page, you're like, I don't know, yeah, blue skin, weird, fucked up hands and feet, but like, I don't know, he has nice fucking hair, and he seems to have a, his own sense it's, of style. Yeah. So it's like the it's like
4: the be- it's like the beast thing, uh, the uh, like the uh, Beauty and the Beast thing, where it's like, oh, he's like a beast man, but he's also like kind of like I could kind of see myself with him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, we are learning a lot about you right now. <laughs> <Yeah. That's it. laughs>
3: I do remember in the X Men Evolution cartoon, they even kind of made him because him was it him and Kitty or I and mean then one of the characters had like a thing and
4: they um, definitely
3: like made him like like not he was definitely like a cutesy character.
4: He had like his own like romantic interest. It was like um she like I think she was just like a normal girl um and like she ends up like seeing him without his power dampener and she's like oh like yeah like I don't mind you're like a really cool guy
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so I guess that wraps up Nightcrawler. Um so now this one was in the first movie, but yes, it has been recast and buffed up as far as role goes. Am I correct on that one? Yes. And I'm talking yes. about I'm talking about Aaron Stanford as John Dice, aka Pyro. Um aka uh channeling a little bit of Hayden Kristen. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I, was
2: say a, I was gonna say aka douchey McDouchebag.
4: Yeah, uh, I mean... AKA Edgelord.
2: Yeah, he's yeah, totally yeah. all, all of these things are true. Yeah. I mean, I'll i I'll, I'll be fair to him and say, if he had been in those Star Wars films, I think I would have liked them more, so that's that's a compliment that I can give him. I, I, I still guess. can't believe that at some point, Anakin
0: Skywalker was almost played by Leonardo DiCaprio, and I still, to this day, wonder oh. if would
1: <laughs> those movies if that was the case. Just um, I'm Leonardo
2: DiCaprio say, I hate
1: Zan. I'm just imagining that. And, <laughs> I know
2: mean, know I, I, I don't know if it would have been that different. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't think, know, I don't I don't don't think anyone, anyone could have seen it.
0: those movies. Yeah, I don't know if any performance could elevate that material, because even Christensen said like lucas just kept picking like the worst takes i don't understand it like we had better mm. ones he kept picking those
2: right and dicaprio has the ability to be very flat sometimes and george would have gone straight for the flattest most non-anything flat takes, takes. gone for the flat jugular <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um
2: so yeah not
0: we're not talking about hayden Christensen or Anakin skywalker um uh i mean Fucking, his power's cool, but I don't really have a whole lot of, like, decent things to say about Pyro. Because, yeah, like, everything you yeah. just said is pretty true. He comes off like a
1: bratty edge lord the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And Did then, and then that... he comes off, I'm jumping ahead, he comes off in the third movie, like, more of a bratty edge lord, but that's another Yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I, thing
2: I, yeah really... I
3: think his... Go ahead, yeah. Say, the biggest thing that's weird for me is, I don't know why, but in the comics, he's Australian, and I don't get why they didn't do that. It would have made his character a little bit more interesting. So, uh... like,
4: yeah, because that would require them to go to Australia and hire an Australian actor, yeah. right?
5: What if they just got the guy who played Kano? Who the guy who played Kano? What who was just him
4: <laughs> being, a, being a 19 year old?
5: Yes,
3: <laughs> well, I think Stanford was like 30 when he played this role.
4: Um. I, th- I thought Pyro was, like, cool for the scenes that he, like, shows up in, but, um, mm. and this might be, like, going into a conversation with Iceman and Rogue, but I felt like the cast was, like, kind of so big and they were juggling, like, a little bit too much to where, like, I kind of forgot, like, Rogue and Iceman were there at times. Yeah, there's a no problem and, and with Pyro.
2: Yeah, it's the thing from the first movie that I kind of pointed out, but it it continues here where Rogue doesn't have much to do. I think it's because of her
3: power set. Like, in this, she has no powers, but I touch you and make you hurt. Well, Rogue,
2: don't don't be touching.
4: And and they try to give them more stuff. But Um... her whole thing is, like, she can touch people and take their powers. And there's always, like, really cool things that they do with that in the comics. Like, if she, like, touches Angel, she, like, steals his wings. Like, they never... But, like, because it's some, you know, a 2002 movie, they don't Right, they have to like kind of pick and choose where they use all their CGI power for. Well, yeah,
3: you don't even get Iceman in Iceworm, except for like two seconds in the third one.
4: Yeah,
1: so like yeah. that's
3: how yeah. lacking of they're trying to do something. I mean, yeah, think like Rogue
1: user powers like once, and that was the whole like stopping Pyro yeah. from blowing cars up after the cheesiest line mm-hmm. delivery. I say, mm-hmm. now, jumping ahead to Last Stand, I kind of like the fact that they kept the Iceworm away from us
0: because they make it seem really overpowered. Um, yeah, well,
3: yeah. it's supposed to be. from lap- Pyro like like,
0: walks up and headbutts me. He's like, yeah, I'm not hurt by any of this.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, to I
1: don't be like... hate the last stand. I don't like it, but I don't hate it.
3: Because yeah, Iceman's is supposed to be basically unkillable, I think. In mm-hmm. like he's like top tier, was Omega level, like Phoenix level, where he just can, as long as one shard of ice survives, he can create himself back.
5: Yeah, his awesome yeah. Thing is that he like he he manipulates it on like a molecular level, so it's like yeah. he's basically yeah. God. Yeah, he's something. like living ice.
0: He's like T one thousand. Where if you blow him apart, he can just reform. Yeah. yeah okay that's cool i didn't know that about him because i'm not honestly of all the stuff we've covered as far as movies and comics go like i think x-men is one of the more one of the things i'm more rusty on because
2: the movies kind of beat me up to the point where i was like "Ah, i don't think i care yeah i think they they, they they're almost designed to do that i feel like (laughs) uh especially these first two like and I'll, i'll be honest i like this movie for the most part but what i kept bouncing up against is how cheap this movie feels and not in a good way um oh, like there there's so many classic. moments where it feels like a like they. It feels like they opted for using uh like a filter in order to get things like in order to like portray a moment instead of like building an effect or anything or doing something interesting visually. They just used an After Effects filter to get the job done because they needed to get the movie finished or whatever. Well, I
1: still, uh, I still maintain like, I kind of want
2: to go off that,
1: but you go no, ahead, Connor.
2: Nothing looks worse in my opinion than like when people are
0: starting to feel good about CGI in the early two thousands. They're like, yeah, we can use Use it for everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, did you guys okay. see that uh, opening shot of um, Wolverine going down the alkali Lake and the very obvious green screen?
3: Oh yeah, I was just saying yeah, yeah, they would have had so much more money if they would have just you know not made Mystique change fifty thousand times for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, it was completely unnecessary in several scenes.
4: Um, I think, am, am I the but, only one in the group that actually like really liked this movie? Uh, no, I, no, I I would say 80. we all liked this movie. Yeah, I think,
0: yeah. Let's just say like right now, is it safe to say that everyone likes? it this movie, generally speaking, yes. I, I, I Generally speaking, okay. yes. Okay, because, yeah. No. yeah. I think we all agree
4: on that because I, yeah, I we but, all
2: like this movie. Yeah, definitely.
4: Oh, but like, I, I, I was just like, because I like, I, I mean, like, I don't get the feeling the CGI in this movie was like, uh I, that wasn't like my first like kind of takeaway. Like, I, I think as the movie was kind of going on with like the first big fight or the first big thing with like Nightcrawler mm-hmm. and, uh, and then like the big fight in the in the mansion with uh Wolverine and the and the hospital right. and the guys. I was I was like, man, it's like really nice where. Like the action's pulled yeah. back, there's a lot of wire work. Like, I can kind of mm-hmm. tell what's happening in all these fight scenes. Oh, I they will have yeah, work. And I was like, Man, like, I remember when action movies kind of used to be like this. No, yeah,
1: I will wow. absolutely agree. I agree. Yeah. The action scenes yeah. in this movie are fantastic. It's just there's yeah. also parts in the middle, not so much. Yeah, no, <laughs> there are I,
2: moments. I, I,
0: I will. I I remember the, the, the mansion siege the most from this movie. Yeah, I went like, hmm. back and visited it. Um, because that's when that was the first time I think as. As a viewer, you got to sit there and go, I'm about to watch the live-action Wolverine and go fucking ape shit in a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I just that, think- that shot where he's jumping off the balcony with his like claws out, I remember that shot so much growing up. Uh,
0: yeah. But I'm going to move on to someone else in this movie that is making their on-screen debut, and I think we all might have a similar feeling on this because I think she's fucking wasted. And that is Kelly Hugh as Yuriko
2: Oyama aka Lay Deathstrike. Why um, is she barely in this? She didn't uh, need to be here. I, I, no. I, I, would, I noticed that while I was watching this. like Why do you keep on taking Wolverine villains and wasting them? Like, com- completely wasting them. Like, because, I don't get it. Because they, <laughs> think... they
4: killed Sabertooth, they killed Toad, but Sabretooth yeah.
3: kind of makes sense to have in the first one because he's such a big name. Like Lady Deathstrike is like C tier X Men villain.
2: Yeah, but or... she's specific like on Wolverine though. Like she's
3: specifically a Wolverine
2: villain. But yeah, she's like yeah. not a. Name. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense to me to like take these characters and kind of just like throw them away um and sure. give them nothing. You take um, these characters who
0: have like even if it's a small lineage, they have a lineage, and you make them mm-hmm. silent machines.
2: Yeah, use them like henchmen in this bigger movie. Where, and correct me if I'm wrong, Lady Deathstrike has like a history with Logan. Yeah, yeah. I remember they're that good. from the cartoons. Yeah, they used um, to
4: be a couple. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what I
2: thought. I was, it was driving and less, that's a, I was yeah. like, they yeah. know each other, and
0: they're not speaking to each other at all. So, well, yeah, and it's really bothersome. Well, uh, I don't even understand
3: yeah. how does she even work in this movie? Because all right, so they can use the droppy thing to like make them obey, but then right. why is she in this building? Like, how long does that thing last? Because like, yeah. why? You yeah. know, like menial work on her own in this office. Like I was just mm-hmm. like, why? That's one of the things. Like with the pacing, like this is an over two hour film. Like the pacing in this at times is just so tedious. Mm-hmm. Like
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we didn't really need a. Uh a henchman really like it could have just been Stryker turning random X-Men into his temporary henchman um that would have been I think more interesting like, uh, I thought
1: Scott Summers would have had like a bigger role to play like since oh, he was put under the mind control oh yeah Scott's yeah. like a nobody in that movie
2: he's a nobody in oh, the yeah. movie I mean he's, I was actually surprised by how much he had to do in the last one he has yeah. nothing to do in this one he and gets one scene guy. and he gets yeah and he and gets fucking like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he gets um, jobbed out yeah, so I'm going to move on to some of the uh,
0: the people who are featured as they're well-known mutants who get minimal to no screen time. Uh, Katie Stewart is listed as Shadow Cat. I think this uh, is a
3: recast from the last movie too.
0: Uh, Kia Wong is Jubilation Lee, aka Jubilee. Um,
4: there's like five Jubilees in all. Yeah, there's. I jubilees. know. I think, I think there's like, seventeen yeah, Jubilees actually. Um, that's
0: um, the... Also got. Um, where is he? 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 Daniel
1: Cudmore as Piotr. Ra- uh, I'm sorry you Piotr Rasputin call The Colossus. Yeah, um, and there's like every nothing. line that Colossus had in this movie. I just saw the Deadpool version saying it. Yeah,
2: yeah. and yeah, there's uh, also, yeah. like
4: three, three Colossuses. Yes, yeah. there
1: are. Uh, We
0: mentioned uh, Dr. Hank McCoy's on TV. He's played by Steve Bassick. Backkick? I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Um, and uh, I don't see um, Stryker's son listed here, but he could be under a name
1: I'm not familiar with. Oh, I, I have it right actually. Uh, right uh, Jason Stryker. Here. I think Shriker's son was played by Michael, Michael Reed McKay. McKay.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: it's Jason 143. Is like Robert me. Kelly showed up for like a hot second. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, that, and I was going to say, yes, he did. Um, uh, Jason 143, Michael Reed McKay is, is arguably the more important of the bunch I just list because he is integral to the back half of the movie. Um, and he's also the reason that Xavier gets what happens to him. He gets Professor X again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. He gets fucking it's incapacitated. Crazy.
2: Yep, it's that's. I, I think that that comes down to another problem I have with every Brian Singer X Men movie is they're kind of all the same movie over and every over
0: again. Every time he does an X Men movie, Xavier has to get he's if he's in his chair at some point he will slump over and someone will kidnap him.
2: Right. Well, what's because he, did, he gets taken captive at least three times. I can count on just of my head. kidnapped.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna you say know, I think so, that too. The, the They can't help themselves. (laughs) I mean, like, man, we got that incredible power.
2: It's only like
3: one of the most powerful mutants in existence. Yet,
0: it
2: it all
3: seems like the the X Men themselves are like,
2: "Oh no, they got Xavier."
0: Right.
1: Oh, well, thank so, God he's gone. Everyone, party.
0: <laughs>
2: kind of like, right.
3: You have two psychics on your team, and you can't, like, you have to get rid of one of them.
2: Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I
3: guess.
5: So, like, they have cerebro. Like, even if they lose one psychic, wouldn't they be able to find the other one? Exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, uh. So
0: that basically wraps up for all the new characters and other returning characters. Pretty much there, no one aside from some villains, everyone came back. So we have Patrick Stewart, Hugh Jackman, E. McKellen, Halle Berry, Frankie Jensen, James Martin, Anna Paquin, Rebecca Man. <laughs> uh, I think
5: that's probably Ashmore. You go, John
0: Ashmore. You know,
3: David's returning as Senator Kelly.
0: Yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah.
3: Um, which I think um, he's kind of an unsung hero in these movies because I love both char- both characters how he plays them. Yeah, I think he does a great job. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah you know what was he really did, strong. You know what? You know what was odd and timing wise. Uh, you know what he didn't do a good do a good job in <laughs> uh, Titanic Two, which is what we watched for movies. Oh Night. no! And he <laughs> is like, comatose in that fucking movie. Like who is this? Uh, uh, Bruce Davidson. Ooh, I um, mean,
4: wouldn't you be?
2: I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would literally fall asleep on camera. He's, um,
0: he's very, very, very blatantly like he's when he was talking to someone. He's never looking someone in the face of the eyes. He's always looking off screen. Yeah, so you're like, at you're,
3: the check you're, reading the
0: a, the you're reading a fucking teleprompter, aren't you? Um, also found out that those movies, um, you all you've all heard of Asylum Pictures, right? You know who they are? Oh, fucking, I know them. Yeah. OK, so their star and writer and producer all the time uh, is Shane Van Dyke. We found out that he is the actual grandson of Dick Van Dyke, and this is what he's doing with his career and lineage. What? Yeah,
1: I, I bet. I bet family dinners have to be super awkward about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not how you doing, well, Grandpa? You know, I'm making these really bad movies. I
0: like, made a movie called I
3: Transmorphers. <laughs> I, would, I would say that you're right, except for have you ever seen his son? No, I haven't. So Dick Van Dyke did a show. I can't remember what it's called. it was a hospital show. Where he was a doctor with his I son. Yes, right. Oh, so gotcha. his son is the cop. And oh my God. Yeah. So I can see. Can this they
1: tell me is that talent doesn't run in the DNA? No. Oh, man. He's I just saw. So I mean, Dick Van Dyke is 93. He can still dance and tap, dance and sing. Yeah. Uh, he meanwhile, can, he can still do everything. Meanwhile, his spawn are a bunch of talentless hacks.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, think I was watching, and it's randomly off topic, but like, um, Grant Gustin was on one of the talk shows, and they're like, You look like Dick Van Dyke. And he's like, Oh, I get that all the time. And That's I've met cool. him. Him, and they're like, Oh, if they're ever gonna do a biopic, they everyone says I should play him.
2: I don't
0: see that, but maybe I'm not looking for it, so he's
3: that Paul Gangly look that if you look at young, like really young Dick Van Dyke from like Dick Van Dyke show, there's definitely similarities. Okay.
4: Also, that's also like he, you know, every time he walks in a room he trips over that like fucking
3: the time area. stream.
4: I was gonna say like the 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 whatever
3: you put your feet on. Oh, an ottoman. The ottoman. <laughs> yeah, the ottoman's also the time stream because God it, Barry.
0: Well, I could believe that Barry Allen would trip over a fucking ottoman whilst trying to save the day because he keeps be forgetting about the speedster.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh no, Ralph! I'm sorry. I'm getting
0: letting you get assimilated by the thinker because I forgot that I have superpowers.
3: Okay, it just turned Ralph into a god that we don't acknowledge. <laughs>
0: Ralph Dibny is the most powerful person in the CW-verse. Anyway, um, so the uh, plot of this movie is um, mostly Wolverine's origin story. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: half, half, the or, half the time. Half the time. Um and also that Stryker is going to use the previously powered son to uh incapacitate Xavier and use Cerebro to he's gonna kill every mutant, right? I watched this yeah. last week, so yeah. I'm a little like a little
5: fuzzy on it. It was yeah, once yeah. yeah. the yeah. genocide mutants.
1: Also, don't forget the very important subplot of Bobby's sexual frustration. That, yeah. that too.
2: But that too. basically, uh, if uh is Xavier if he focuses on any group in particular, he can kill all of them. This yeah. Yeah. movie has the
3: like best like check off gun when uh when uh Logan is like, when Wolverine is in the thing, he's like, oh, why can't you concentrate to fight God? It's like, if I want to kill him, I can do that. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's obviously coming back hard in yeah. him. Yeah.
4: Also, like Sean Asmore, uh, or like Iceman and uh, Rogue have like zero sexual tension in that movie. They
1: yeah. yeah. can't touch. Like, yeah. That's more in relationship he's being her? a creepo and just like looking behind him while she's getting dressed.
0: If they can't touch, like, you would think that, like, see, in, in Legion, they did this perfectly because, like, yeah. you can kind of tell that David and Sid, like, are going to explode if they don't touch each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Specifically, David. Yeah. Like, David is frothing at the fucking mouth for Sid all the
2: time. But these mm-hmm. two are kind of like. I like you. That's cool. Yeah, wow. Well, and it's really weird because even if, you don't even have to have a lot of knowledge of Anna Paquin post this movie. If you watched even an episode of True Blood, where uh, one of her co-stars it's, it's, it's is her it's, it's, real-life it's, it's, husband, they have so much chemistry. Like yeah. they clearly really, really like each other. Um. So yeah, it's it's a little bit like, oh, these two like want nothing to do with each other. Maybe this <laughs> is
3: controversial. Does, does this have yeah, to do I, with the director? Maybe not understanding how to. Get chemistry. I, mean,
4: I felt well, I mean, it's like he had yeah. chemistry, it just wasn't chemistry with Rogue. Like, I, mean, right. Rogue, I felt Rogue was the third wheel in that trio. I yeah.
2: would 100% agree <laughs> with that. John is really like keying into something. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I also appreciate the dick measuring contest he had with Wolverine. Oh my
3: god, oh, yeah, that
2: was fantastic. Oh, yeah, it was also
3: better chemistry than he had, and it's also a relationship mm-hmm. singer
4: with
2: Mike and has been in. Yeah, That's interesting. A lot of the best relationships in this movie are between two men. Hmm. Oh, like- yeah. Um, And the Magneto
4: and the and the Xavier relationship is so
2: good. Yeah. And him, hope, him and I, Pyro, I, even I really it's very short saying, but it, I really yeah.
0: thought you were about to go and the Xavier magneto relationship is so gay and I was gonna agree with you
4: <laughs> and, I mean
2: it is it, it is it really uh, is. Uh,
4: yeah. and I also I also really like magneto and um and mystique as just being like you know like are these
2: two mean
3: girls no, no, I, no, I, no, oh my no. god that no. yeah. me not. I hated that so much I was like why are you turning like magneto the leader of the Brotherhood of mutants into uh what's her name for mean girls I'm like oh my god fetch. like <laughs> what what is this? I don't get
2: it. Oh my god, <laughs> I I think it's funny, but I don't know if it really works with the character that they kind of. It, it works yeah.
4: for Ian McKellen. Maybe it not does. so much Magneto. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. He pulls
0: it off. Well, Ian McKellen is a sassy bitch, so. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so... yeah, it's interesting. Excuse me, I have chicken in my teeth. Continue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, uh, like, uh, but I, at the same time, I like the line where he's like, Charles has much more confidence in you than I do, or whatever, or something like oh, that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought, I thought all the zingers against between him and Wolverine perfect. The, he, he he opens up a roast just for Logan and he just keeps on, <laughs> keeps on doing it. Like, no, it's, no, it's, no I do.
1: I do appreciate his line to Pyro where he's like, "You are a god of monsters. Never let yeah. anyone tell you different." That's a great. That, that scene was,
2: that's the actor's best moment, I think, in this whole movie. Like, yeah, I think that's why, as a kid, I remember because after the, I, I just have memories of coming out of this movie and being very excited for the third one. Um, oh, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
1: that, and it's <laughs> that it uh, scenes like
2: that with that kid that really. I put in, in my movie.
1: notes, I literally put, you know, ten-year-old me was really excited for this ending. Twenty-six-year-old yep. me is
2: not excited. Well, oh, only you
3: know
1: where it went
3: <laughs> yeah there's so much set up in the first movie and the like half of the plot in this movie is set up for the third one for phoenix
2: um mm-hmm. is
0: this is also the movie where um Magneto grabs Wolverine in the train and kind of. No, sp- that's, the
2: first one. no that's the first one. Yeah.
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah, the, I very, I very much complete these, and it's been a long fucking week. I apologize. Uh, that's why I'm mostly just here to direct traffic.
2: <laughs> um, it's fine.
0: Uh, okay, so that's plot. Um, we were talking about the action a little bit, John. You actually were talking about the action, how it's refreshing, and I actually like this movie among the first three movies, action wise, the most because, as you said, there was a. I think the White House sequence Nightcrawler is like one of the best in the series. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: uh, it like <laughs> Reopening top
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's very well done. I think some of the other stuff is um. I don't want to say it's boring, but. It... I there's not a there's not a story being told in the action. I guess that's and that's that's a, that's a problem I'm I have with some of the later stuff. That and like, um,
0: I will say, like the Wolverine thing is cool, but now that we've been spoiled because we got a bit of it in Apocalypse, like you finally saw Wolverine go nuts on people, and you're like,
2: oh my god, blood, people mm-hmm. stab them. I mean, I'd even go so far as to say in Origins when he first comes out of that tank, it's pretty well done for yeah, yeah. that movie. I
1: mean, I it's crazy, but Logan, Logan was like, well,
2: yeah, and yeah. then when Logan finally happens, the first thing. You you see, is him
0: cut off somebody's arm, and the shotgun goes off on the ground, and then he just starts butchering people. I think, yeah. I think
4: the action in Logan is bloody. I don't think it's particularly good.
0: Oh no, it's, I don't think it's supposed to be great. It's supposed to be grisly. I think this was, mm-hmm. yeah. I think, really I think start, we got spoiled later on by seeing what Logan can actually do to someone when you're when the filter of PG thirteen is not there. Yeah. Well, I was mm-hmm. actually.
4: Sure, but I, I think it's like if you compare it to like you know other contemporary uh, rated R action films, it's like it's you know it's it's not as interesting as Dread, it's not as good as The Raid, it's not as fun That's as John right. Wick. It's, I just, even it's like, kind of standard superhero fight. Yeah. just happens to have a lot of blood. Yeah, and yeah. like say I, mean, the,
1: I, I, I personally disagree, but that's just me. a lot
2: of
0: the I, uh, I, I, one of the hand to hand stuff in Mad Max for Your Road is when you when yeah, you when yeah. you a glimpse of it, oh my god, it's fucking disgusting. But it's also really fascinating because I, what was that one shot where he um uh, I believe it's when they the one dude on the cat hole gets a, a like a uh, the explosive crossbow to the chest. Yeah, yeah, and you don't really see a lot of it. but You're like, oh, that guy just flew away and his ribs were flapping in the wind, like.
3: Yeah. yeah, I did yeah. notice watching the second one. Did Wolverine actually kill anyone in the first movie? Is the only confirmed. Uh, no, I don't him? think he
5: did. I think yeah,
2: he's, I was right just saying,
5: like, he's like Leonardo, he just does spin kick.
2: Did he uh, you not know, kill Sabretooth in that movie? I don't know.
5: survive that. Like, we never see Toad and
3: Sabretooth kind of post this. But I would say Toad got, is more likely 100%. Dead.
4: They both got
0: Mate's Wind Dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you take a bunch of lightning and go, ah.
2: Was in
5: Days of Future
2: so just float around Dead. Yeah. Well, our Toad was in Days of Future Past. Yeah. I don't know
5: if it's the same Toad. Uh, yeah, but... I'm, saying toad but I'm saying, like, it, it is funny how, like, they brought back Toad for Days of Future Past.
0: Well, they, they did a lot. Like, they would bring back mutants, or they would introduce mutants, or reintroduce mutants that we've seen before, and they would drastically change their appearance, um, or their backstories. Like, we talked about Shaw mm-hmm. before, Beast, um... I mean, Mystique's entire timeline has changed for for the Days of Futures Past retcons. Yep. Uh, We Mm -hmm. talked about Um, crap. Like, I'm pretty sure uh, First Class had some inconsistencies or at least some contradictions um but then again like the timeline of these movies is fuck
2: even well with- also also anything with first class they were fully sold on the idea of yeah of, of starting over they used the uh german uh, concentration camp stuff as like an emotional oh it's much. saying like that happened and that change that never changes that scene never changes and we're starting from the same point but it, yeah. we're in a different universe that that was sort of the point of that um, the most of
3: that the most affected character in that thing is Mystique, which I can mm-hmm. spend twenty minutes talking about Mystique in these three films. Yeah. I don't understand the voice thing at all. Yeah, like, I don't really like why. Yeah. And then her changing why does she constantly change into
2: a naked form that's not really naked? That yeah, that's that's always gonna bother me. Like I, I you can all... you can wear clothing. <laughs> I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish well, I was gonna like, so when we talked about the first one, I feel like there was pushback when I said that they did it because she's naked and because people want to see her naked. I'm yeah. sorry, but I have to like double down on that now. Yeah. Like, I think people wanted to see her naked no matter what. She, they okay, were thing, to I will, up I will, back scales that up. and blue stuff.
0: I will back that up and I will say, and this is, I'm coming, I'm gonna put myself in the shoes of like a fucking hollow executive. Um, you don't cast Rebecca Romaine to cover her in clothing, like, you're casting her because you're sure. like, yeah, we. We can cover that woman in blue paint and call it a fucking day.
3: Oh, but there's right. so many close-up shots of her face that I'm like, this looks so bad. That's because the guy... that's
0: because they probably <laughs> wanted their cake and wanted to eat it too. So they have naked yeah. Mane, but you're like, you can't, you probably can't show her from the chest up without someone going. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So we like looking at her and nightcrawl, I feel like that's what made it so much worse. Is like Nightcrawler is like the face paint and like everything looks great and it's like. To her, it's like, what? Who,
5: this is kind of off topic, though. Like, when you when like when Gene Gray is on screen, like, can you can anyone else not stop thinking about Black Widow? Oh, with the haircut, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I can see that you know? the leather and all that. Now, now, I remember, my first
3: movie of her is old enough, so that's anytime i see her i just think of Xena on the top and then
2: I have... <laughs> yeah you think of her choking dudes with her legs yeah, yeah right? Right. And then i'm like mm. actually now that
0: you <laughs> mentioned um appearances like there wasn't a drastic change in costumes from one to two but no. like what do we think of everyone's look this time around
3: fine
2: um it, it's the, still black leather. Uh, the color accents are brighter this time around i mean have, like pop where they you can actually notice yeah, well, I also think I because, like should have been because, thicker. I think also because we
0: get an entire action sequence towards the end of the movie, like the entire climax takes place in a snowy environment, so they tend to
1: pop yeah. out more,
2: and it's well lit. Also, it's very. It's, I,
1: looks different too; like it looks a little yeah. more like leaker
2: yeah, my you can see the red in his coat, um, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah, I uh, had like I weird
3: feelings with his costume because the helmet looks better in this one. I would say because it, it almost has points. Like it, it looks, does. Yeah,
2: But, like, I like it, night, night
1: crawl
3: but it
2: bothers me when people are like, "That's a goofy looking helmet, really? That's a goofy looking helmet." This is the this is clearly the halfway point that somebody fought to get to, <laughs> and this is the goofy looking helmet. Really, Wait, if that was a goofy looking helmet. I got a Shaquille
1: O'Neal comic book movie to show you I, okay. I, I, I yeah cool. yeah and
2: it's yeah I don't know I just, like, like, it, things like that joke really bother me because it's like if it was actually the comic book accurate costume I would actually be okay with it, because it's yeah, self-deprecating I, at that point I, if it's if it's the costume from the end of first class where he's in bright red and he's got the bird on the top of his fucking helmet or whatever that's one thing but it's not it's a very subdued look um oh yeah. So, yeah
3: well he looks like he's wearing curtains like yes it is, <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't know you drapes. It's a like, he looks like Bob Mothra, like, like,
0: does Mother know you wear with her drapes? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Shakespeare in the Park, uh, <laughs>
4: yeah. This might be a spoiler for like all the other X-Men movies. As, as movie. much as I like some of these X-Men movies, like, I think they all look bad, like, the costumes yeah. all look bad in all no, the movies. Okay, except for, he, except for Magneto in like these movies, like I think, I think he looks cool. I think it fits him. I think I think uh, Assassin's Creed Magneto. I think he looks bad in most of the movies.
5: I like I like the first class though. Yeah, the first class costume is. I,
0: I think the first class yeah. costumes work because if you have like one the blue and yellow pops out a little more, so it looks a little better. And two, like yeah. I don't know, it just seems like there's there there's a sense of consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, like everyone looks like they belong on the same team. Like this, I don't know, it just everyone looks so like it. Yes, it's consistent, but also at the same time, like you all could be strangers who all just have like who are all
1: bikers or something. Like it doesn't. Wild Hunt Two Mutant Edition.
2: I mean, I almost wish that they were bikers. Like I wish that they went all in. <laughs> and like, the X Men are bikers oh, now. That's up. Yeehaw! with us ride. But I, I actually
0: yeah. agree with uh, Siler in that like I don't think in any particular movie there's uh there's more than a few costumes or looks yeah. that were look fantastic yeah yeah. i think
3: they leaned they leaned out of the comic book the costumes
4: mm-hmm. it's like even yeah, like, like, they more it.
3: more it's like
1: was, was I really, mean, like,
4: I feel like brian singer
1: was going for more tactical look the costumes. well place.
4: and brian singer has like gone on record saying in the past that you know he, he he does not care for the comic book costumes he thinks that they're dumb yeah
2: yeah he said that lauren schiller donner said that it didn't make sense if you're fighting crime which sure whatever um i don't think We should talk
0: about that quote for a second because – like the idea of the X Men as crime fighters. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's <laughs> the other thing. It's Like, eh, I don't know about that.
0: So- as, like, they're not the Avengers. Like, you don't call them when like if we have a we have a global threat. Call the X Men. Like, no, I I think more is like I don't know maybe. Freedom I think that is the deal with uh, Dark
1: Phoenix though. That that's what's exactly going to happen. Is that I literally remember one of the trailers being like, "This is the X Men. We're on our way." And the government's like,
4: "Okay." I think yeah. it's also like funny when anytime like a filmmaker is like, "Oh
2: well, you know, it's just not
4: realistic to the world that we're building." i like you mean realistic the world where the guy's got, like, knives coming out of his hand?
2: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the one where he has bone claws, right? That that yeah. one. There's, like, um, two blue people. Really? Yeah, we have two blue people. One can teleport and one can
1: shapeshift. And this guy's got glasses that shoot lasers. Like. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> actually, yeah. you know
2: what? I,
5: can't,
1: stuff I take like back you know, my, my contacts in and do all stormy stuff. Uh, I think
4: back what I said earlier. Like I think costumes in Deadpool one is very good.
1: Yeah, the, 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 I, mean, I agree because there's a
0: there's a happy middle ground beho- between like comic accurate and movie practical that they found because sure, like Colossus is like oh that's that's a that's a suit you wear in a fight the,
5: mm-hmm. also pretty almost like like if I recall correctly he's like pretty comic accurate.
2: Yeah, it's it's yeah. very it's very close. Yeah, yeah. Think I think Negasonic Warhead is probably the best. I, I would say
3: wearing the, the yellow and blue.
4: Like, I didn't mm-hmm. like what they did with the Juggernaut, but the Juggernaut looked very good in that movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, right, yeah. putting him in a fucking, like, a prison jumpsuit, but keeping the helmet, I thought was badass. hmm Also, and, like, uh, changing the color tone of his of his armor was, was an interesting choice, because then he doesn't look, he doesn't, he doesn't look like a giant tomato, I suppose, is the word I would use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks
5: like a giant symbol. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but, uh, we covered that the action, oh, now we, we were talking about music before, um, and I, I feel like everyone
1: had some thoughts on that. I'm gonna okay, say right are here. we talking
2: about the... Are we, we talking score? about, like... The score. Okay.
1: I have a thought yeah. right now. Yeah, quickly. Knock it out of the park, John. I, I will say this. The theme, the main theme in this movie is better than the 90s theme. Well, I mean, well, it, they're
2: doing the same thing. dangerous like man.
1: They yeah,
2: I don't know. I, okay, it was Andrew interesting. The anime series?
5: The animated series,
2: John?
4: Yeah, the anime yeah.
5: series. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, no.
4: I don't remember any of the music from the movie, and I just <laughs> I, and I watched you and I watched, watched it like game. an hour ago.
5: Honestly, I'm in the same boat as Tyler. Like, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> Honestly,
2: I'm like, any of it. Really, you don't? Like, you really I, me, I, I am also
0: I am also in the in the boat with these guys. Like, I remember the theme of like dun, 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 dun. that's right. It. That's what
2: I'm talking about. Yeah. That is all I
0: remember. The
2: well, the rest of the music is very background. It's very very background. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would I actually say that the the score Great, but, in the uh, first one was better, but this theme isn't there, and that's something that I found interesting. Is I remember this theme um, as being in all of the X-Men, but it's really, like, introduced here heavily. Um, it's only in, yeah. like, the Bryan Singer ones that's out
1: after one. Like, it's only in this yeah. Days of Future Past and Apocalypse.
0: I would say, because First Class had a score all of its own, because I remember his First Class score distinctly when uh, Magneto lifts a submarine. And, and, yeah. in, and, yeah. and the forge comes to life.
2: Yeah, and there's, there's music in Wolverine origins. There, there's certainly songs in that, in that film. Yeah, um, Logan I think has some of
0: the coolest music in series, uh, the series because Logan, yeah, hero. Logan and the
2: Wolverine are both. Yeah, great. Logan is yeah. like,
0: let's just hit on shit and and strum some dingy guitars. Like,
2: yeah, Bill <clears throat> is a genius.
3: I think that's one of the things that this series really missed on compared to like every other. Like comic book franchise, like it has no like big theme. Like everybody knows Superman, the Batman. I've been
0: arguing between the costumes, the music, and like the overall tone and the attitude. Mm-hmm. Of these movies is that like they leave very little for people to remember them by.
2: Yeah, yeah. score
1: yeah. yeah. so, the this or to this entire movie is forgettable. I just the one theme is the one that does stand out to me. It's the one that always gets me yeah. pumped up every time. Like I know the 90s theme is great, but it's the one that gets me hyped up every time. Is that X Men two theme? <clears>
2: yeah, yeah. And also, the, so this, this is the other thing when we were talking about the first one this was like the next movie after blade and it was really like there was nothing else really to pair it to um because nobody was comparing this to tim burns back I, I don't know uh, okay, you good can't tell me blade. right yes um, Actually, <laughs> i actually i like some of the blade stuff but yeah um at this point spider-man one is okay uh at this point spider-man has come out um and the danny elfman theme which is great uh exists oh, so and <clears throat> yeah yeah, I don't,
0: I don't know. know. I, like, I, I, I'm not. I'm still not a fan of Danny Elfman's Spider-Man work.
2: Okay, well, you're wrong, but uh, okay. Right, okay, what a team we have here. Uh, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm gonna say it, I still think Danny Elfman was much better as a front man of a band than he is as a composer for movies. So,
2: okay, I don't, uh, I don't care, he's done some of the best I scores also, ever. I all mean, time. I find I mean
0: it,
4: he I did the Simpsons the theme. that's like, yeah, no,
2: no,
0: no, no I'm not saying I her, Let me clarify that because I, I, that's a very, it's a blanket statement. Like, yes, Simpsons, Batman, Beetlejuice, stuff like that, but I, like I don't give a fuck about his Spider Man work, I don't give a shit about his. Later, Tim Burton work. Um, and his work on Justice League should no be. No one
4: cares should, about Tim Burton's later work. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. And like, uh, that, yeah. And part of the problem, Justice League was a mistake. The I think certainly problem, doesn't anchored himself to Tim Burton for so fucking long that a lot of his work is affected by. It. And his work in Justice League should get him like two years penalty for making music for anything because that was the laziest, most like laxadaisical, Like I'm literally gonna fall on my own themes to get this bullshit done. <laughs> um, I mean, at some point he just flat out rips off off the theme from the flash tv show like it's so, it's criminal what he did for justice considering
2: uh, the movie that we're discussing because if uh... the rest
0: film is a giant turd then i like i don't suppose there's too much to take away from that but still like i don't like it, he's here's another thing. I don't care for John Williams that much outside of a few major things because I feel like all of John Williams' out, like work outside of his major themes kind of sounds the same.
2: Well, so, it does. It's yeah. because of I like, mean, their- that's all you know, composers know. though. They they yeah. revisit their stuff. It's just yeah, like-
0: even 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 my favorites with Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL will fall back on old habits. But like, it's, if you could play like the a song from the middle of Jurassic Park and a song from like the middle of one of the old Star Wars movies, I might mean, be like, much sure or which is which. Um, I, I know. Like-
2: yeah, I don't know. I feel like
3: yeah. <laughs> That
0: Superman, I feel
2: like theme.
3: So broad right there. yeah, you hear that uh, Superman theme, you hear Batman, like his theme. Like, I don't know, it's just like something that I, remember. I was like, Man, like all these other movies, like you know, everybody's been running all the, the Marvel MCU stuff, so I'm like, Man, all anytime they play that Avengers like theme, I'm just like all hype, yeah, and there's just it's none of that for a long
0: time. I was in the boat of like, The MCU has no good music, and then. I sat through uh Winter Soldier and like for some reason I didn't remember the first Avenger theme that much. And then when Winter Soldier wrapped up and I listened to the soundtrack. I'm like, holy fuck, this theme is like really fucking good. I, um, it was exactly I mean, same guy um, did
4: first
2: class? I mean, uh,
0: yeah. Well, oh, Alan Sylvester yeah.
2: did first class. No, no, Henry
1: Jackman did
2: Winter oh, Soldier. Henry Jackman yeah, yeah. Soldier.
0: Um, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah that, that Avengers theme has become very much like that
1: is fanfare to me. Ba-ba-ba-ba. I'm like, okay, yeah, you got your Favorite take on it is the take that plays at, on the battle during Endgame. I'm not going to spoil it in case. You haven't seen it I know the band is lifted, but the theme, take the iteration of the theme that plays yeah, when like portals. everyone in portals. That's it. So oh, that's my favorite version. Yeah, yeah. and I think
0: with it's the X movies, like there's no, there's none of that because mm-hmm. you never, get, you're never introduced to a theme that then builds on itself and then becomes somewhat iconic. Like it's just, it's just absent. There's no escalating sound. There's no special sound in this movie. Yeah,
3: um, one of the things is because...
0: like, and we go back to the looks. None of these movies even have special appearances. No.
5: Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, one of the, but I, I think any, I, I think my point was even if as long as you're not a crazy person the Spider-Man theme did exist at this point and people did like people associated it with the movie strongly you heard that theme and you knew it was the Spider-Man oh, theme I can agree with
0: that I just don't really like it that's just it's just me like I'm I'm not I'm not even saying that like what I'm saying is like I'm not saying it's the objective truth I, I know my opinion is here.
4: I'm like listening to it right now because like I do not remember the theme at all but I also have not seen like any of the Spider-Man movies uh, uh in so long Okay. I, I also don't um, really like. I that. will say
1: going back before I don't know if we're moving on soon, but I will say that I find it weird that the editor of this movie is also the composer. Yeah, uh, it's a
4: weird thing that I've noticed. Academy Award-winning editor, uh, yes. John uh,
0: Tyler. I will say I went back and revisited Raimi's Spider-Man One. I think like a year, like basically with lat, right around the Spider-Man game came out, and um. The first Spider-Man is one of the funniest films I've ever seen. Uh,
4: yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's not to say, like... Oh, but it's so funny. I think, like, all the spider I think all every Spider-Man movie has a bit pieces of it that are pretty good. Uh, a lot of it I'm not, like, yeah. a huge fan of. Like, I, I don't like what's-his-name as Spider-Man. I think he's kind of bad, and he does fit. Oh, he's flat uh, as
0: fuck in those movies?
4: I, I um. think his romance <laughs> is really bad. I think Which the villains are the most interesting things in, in those movies. Oh, easily. Uh, yeah. Like, it wasn't yeah. until Homecoming where I'm like, oh, Oh like I like most of this movie and then into the Spider-Verse is, I'm like oh this is the perfect superhero movie.
0: Yeah yeah and the Spider-Verse is kind of the best of like every bit of um of every Spider-Man movie that came before. But um yeah. no I agree with you like and I was watching Remy Spider-Man and like some of those things that I'm supposed to maybe not laugh at I was cackling my ass off at. But uh, not the way that I was doing but not in a sense that I was mocking the film. I'm like, this is
2: entertaining as shit. That actually
3: yeah, might be, I think that's misery, what my primary Misery, is. misery,
2: With yeah. Raimi, I'm Make never sure that. what you're supposed to laugh at, though. Mm-hmm. Ever. Like, <laughs> with Raimi, I'm not sure what's actually supposed to be a joke and what's not. Oh, um, well, like,
4: like James Franco eating pie is supposed to be hilarious. What the, okay, well, no, right, that's supposed right. to be
2: hilarious, right.
4: yes.
0: That, that is still, like... Me and Hunter are, like, still bothered by this, like, on an second level, because to this day, we don't understand the motivation behind putting that scene in that movie. <laughs> just, oh, because Ramey didn't give what a happened? fuck, and he was trying to burn down the house. I Where serious. does he go? Oh, like, what the fuck happened? Like, he's like, pie is so good. And then he sees Peter, and a car passes, and he ninja vanishes away. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, but anyway, actually, while we're this is I think this is a good point to jump off into like uh, how this movie has been affected by time. And I think we're actually kind of on the nose with talking about like how yeah. Spider-Man has evolved into kind of like these very amusing, entertaining, sarcastic movies. And the X-Men movies are like sterile Great. in comparison. I think yeah, they're they're super serious.
4: Serious. Well, wait, wait. hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Sorry. Sorry. No
0: time. Tyler, go ahead.
4: I think the worst thing that probably has affected this movie due time is the involvement of uh, Brian Singer. We, yep. uh, yeah, and well, we that's that's obvious yeah, yeah. and i think uh, it's it, and it's like and it's like his involvement unfortunately like like as me as a viewer kind of pains me like wanting to go back and rewatch these yeah. even though like like watching this now like i think x2 is still like my favorite x-men movie i think it's mm-hmm. like to this day i think it's still like if i were to do like a top maybe not top 10 yeah. but it's definitely in my top 20 like favorites for hero movies or comic sure. book adaptations um but, you know, there's, like, some stuff about it that, like, has not aged well because, like, early 2000 superhero stuff, which is, like, kind of, like, what it is. But I think the thing that makes it mm-hmm. age the most or the worst is Brian Singer's mom. Yeah, and, like, uh, yeah. I
0: think, I, I, you weren't here last to, to ask this question, but, like, as an example, like, have you... On your own accord, like, sought out a Chris Benoit match in the last like 10 years.
4: No. Um, okay, exactly no, um, I watched the Chris Jericho Benoit ladder match, but like, that's about it. Like, yeah. that's, like that's the only one I'm like, I kind of want to rewatch it, but like, after that, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to.
0: And that's probably because, yeah. like, it's there's like, as a Chris Jericho fan, I can see someone doing that. Um, <laughs> and as someone who likes superhero films or even likes the X Men, I can see people going back and revisiting these and going, like, yeah, like, like you know, director aside, like, I, I'm getting some joy out of this, but it's really it. it no, I agree. It is hard to go back and, and yeah. return and, and to I, work with something so nasty attached.
4: And I I have mm-hmm. this, like, you know, I have this thing I, I usually tell, like, most people, like, when, you know, someone does something problematic or says some stupid shit online, and I'm like, yeah, like, I'm probably not going to watch, like, you know, see their stuff anymore. And people are like, well, I mean, like, you just got to separate the art from the artist. And I'm like, look, there's too much media in this world that you can't watch all of it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so, I will
0: went through, um, anyone here of the, uh, I know uh, some of us heard of him but um there was a youtuber named pogo who had put together some of, like the best music i'd ever heard just from um he was a video <laughs> dj so he put together music from audio clips and sound bites and 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 speech from movies films television and he's mm. fucking amazing at it uh and then i found out that his uh that the uh his old youtube name was uh fagatron and that he thinks gays are an abomination and i was like wow that makes it really go back and visit your yeah your body of work
4: yeah and, 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 yeah. and again, there's just, like, too much stuff out there. So it's, like, yeah. you know, like, I don't really feel compelled to go, like, read Frank Miller stuff. I do not feel Ooh, compelled not to read no. Ethan, oh. Van, yeah. Ethan Van Skyver stuff, like, and, mm-hmm. and me, like, there's so much good X-Men out there Well, like, while I really like X2, like, it's not the thing that I would, like, point someone to
2: yeah. go
0: watch
4: first.
2: Yeah. Especially yeah, now, because
0: things, like, if you, if you tell someone, like, and they said, hey, I want to go watch, like, you know, what's a good X-Men movie to watch? Like, we all say maybe First Class would come to mind. Yeah. First. yeah, I would yeah. say I, the first class. I
5: no, that's
2: still Brian Singer. Yeah, it's yeah, still Brian Singer for me. That, oh, okay. I, oh, okay. I actually,
0: I I've seen the show. I love Days of Past. I haven't revisited it in a long time, but I love that movie. And I, despite all of its glaring flaws, and like I'm like, you didn't fix timeline, but you tried. Yeah,
4: yeah. It, like Days great, and then Apocalypse is just like Man. the drizzling shit. Yeah, yeah. No,
2: it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's the biggest dump of a movie I've ever seen. It's you know, just uh, so like go on with your thing. Uh,
5: I really enjoy these movies, like, the the, the later trilogy, like, I, I, as I watch, like, these first two, like, what we're doing, like, I find yeah. myself, like, I really, really want to First Class now, like, I really want to watch it. think um, uh, yeah.
4: I think the Wolverine yeah. is 80% a really fun movie. Yeah, I, I agree. It, but then when he, yeah, fights, movie.
0: When, he giant, when he fights giant robots over Samurai, I'm like, you didn't earn this
5: cheese. Like, like yeah, yeah. 80% yeah. of that
4: movie is pretty
2: great. Yeah. <laughs> I've, always, I've always forgiven him. The thing I've always had a problem with is Madam Hydra, or whatever or they can't call her that but i've always thought she was the big problem in oh especially if you watch yeah yeah her. or yeah the performance if, the, if the,
0: if the performance the actress that. in that film is dreadful because like every time she shows up she's doing like her best uma thurman poison ivy impression she's like but hello yeah I am poisonous
2: i'm like i fucking get it and she's mm. just a villain. Like she's—that's all her thing is. Like I like being evil, yeah. <laughs> and that can be fun. But it's not that interesting when you have a bad actress. Playing yeah, she it. also
4: yeah. she also just doesn't fit in that movie. Like she's yeah she's playing this character up to eleven when everyone's playing an eight. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: everyone a
0: very grounded and subdued performance, and in comes this actress who again she's doing a Joel Schumacher performance. Like no one asked you to do that. Stop it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and when you watch the director's cut, it's even more jarring because if you haven't seen that version. There's blood and there's guts and it's there are, fucking there are, it's crazy... crazy. Fucking forklifts. hmm Um, but yeah, no, I I, I
0: I agree about that Wolverine the Wolverine assessment. But um outside the Brian Singer thing, like is this does this feel like uh, an early two thousands superhero movie? Like I think yeah
2: if somebody was like I really want to watch early 2000s superhero movies, I don't know I don't know why somebody would say that, but if that's their intention, um then I would not just, say don't watch it.
4: Some people just uh, want to watch a superhero movie that's full
2: of a yeah. bunch of new metal i mean here's the thing i would still say oh, yeah. watch daredevil. one or two I remember this daredevil, this. more than i remember this movie i was gonna say, so, so you're saying
0: they should go watch daredevil and or electra no, no
2: don't mind. watch daredevil or well we'll Daredevil's see when we get to electra eventually no, no, no. um <laughs>
4: i i think Daredevils
2: a lot of fun i don't like this it's it's bad. Bad. Yeah. It's you know it's it's yeah. very bad well, well i so will say
0: like it like, it stuck but it's got some stuff that you can very easily laugh at. Like, mm, all, of, all of Colin Farrell's bits in that movie are just, like... It's, like, how much meth did you do before you did this one shot? Michael, you have done.
2: to be very fun yeah, on screen. Um,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, to get back to this movie, like, with the aging, I think the thing that, like, took me out the most was... The fighting style, like I know you're talking about the wire work, but like, and action scenes mm-hmm. are great. But there's stuff I'm like, they're like flinging, like when Wolverine's fighting and like throwing people with his claws. I'm like, how does that work? Like, when yeah, that
2: flinging, bothers
3: me too. Picks <laughs> him and he goes flying. I'm like. Wait, what? Like, how are mm-hmm. they like? Kind of I mean,
0: like it's kind of the opposite end of the Dark Knight spectrum as far as like yeah. action sequences that are just not fun to watch after a while because yeah, it gets a little corny. Whereas in the Dark Knight, you're like, I don't like what you're doing because I can't really mm-hmm. tell what's happening because you picked a fucking hideous fighting style for these movies. um yeah. It's just lots uh-huh. of elbows by faces. Like, come on, That's come true. get me.
3: <laughs> the thing mm-hmm. with like, fighting style is I just run and go oh, 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 class. Yeah.
2: <laughs> do yeah, exactly. That's the entire thing, and it's like. You're telling me that these are like two of the most dangerous people on Earth, just by the fact that they have these claws, and that's what he, Stryker he, does. He, uh, why doesn't he fight like a, a soldier?
4: Uh, exactly. I, I put the GIF in the chat, but I love the moment in that Nightcrawler fight where he does Ryu's Hurricane Kick.
2: Oh, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good moment. <laughs> there's, a, there's some good stuff. With Nightcrawler is the MVP of this movie. I think yeah. we can all agree on yeah. that. like yeah. um, I will say um,
1: though. That- Um, are you going or should? Oh, great job. Okay. Um, I will say the one thing I didn't think that holds up well is the scene in Bobby's house where he's essentially quote unquote coming out to his parents. Yeah. That (laughs) scene works.
3: It's hard because it drives the movie to a like a standstill, but it's also it kind of the X Meny thing in many ways. Yeah, like getting mm-hmm. through the, of the seminar, which also that scene is the entire Drake family has been in Smallville, all four.
2: Yes, oh, yes, fuck. they have. I, I, sure. have I, I, I said possible. I said that it was probable, and it was. Yes. Like I need to talk about Smallville
0: for two seconds. <laughs> <You> know,
2: <how laughs> to to bring this up is up the on, fucking
0: uh, show that won't leave me the fuck alone. Alan it's a ten. Right it's a show that was on
2: for ten years, and you're shocked. It's yeah. It's
0: not even that. It's the fact that it bleeds into parts of my life I didn't think. Like, I can't <laughs> remember what movie we were watching but I think it was Bushwhacked, yes, you and somebody you from that
2: show was in Smallville. I'm like, you're gonna be fucking Okay, again. <laughs> it was on for 10 years. This Wait. is like being surprised somebody was on Star Trek. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that person was on Star Trek. What, what did uh. you expect? <laughs> it won't go away. <laughs> Just stop. No, it won't go away. Every it will be there I, forever I, and ever. I, I was on Smallville. I, I listen, the if, fuck they off? Decide,
1: if they decide to put Tom Welling into the Arrowverse, uh, they're putting Arrowverse small references into Elseworlds crossover. Be... I
2: mean, if he's <laughs> Going yeah. really, to be in this play play point, a the point,
0: smallville references in this Arrowverse might as well mean like that. It, it's almost like a show in of itself. Like you could just do a <laughs> super kind of small references and get like two hours of footage.
3: Well, like, all, everyone from Smallville, like the main cast except for the two main guys, have been in the show. Basically, um, yeah,
0: but um. I lost my train of thought. Um, we were talking about how time has been to this movie.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, could, yeah. The one other thing, well, I guess, well, is when you were bringing up the funniest parts of Spider-Man. It's like I think that's one of the things that this movie like fails at really hard. Is they're like funny scenes
1: are no so bad. bad. These movies, yeah. Are really all the joke. jokes come out. That, that scene joke was like, oh,
2: oh, god, that was bad. Like that as a kid, bad. I didn't think that was funny. Uh, um, like, you
0: yeah, was... any of the Spider-Man movies and and grab one of those most raimi s sequences out of context, show some. Somebody, and they might laugh because I go what the fuck was that because well, Raimi's good at comedic yeah, yeah, I don't think you can do that with any of these three 3 three X-Men movies because they're so
2: serious the funniest stuff <laughs> that holds oh, up is it. it's all it's all uh, it's all Eric it's all Magneto his jokes yeah. are he's, on he's, top
0: yeah because he's a sassy
2: bitch we love yeah. what, we love what you've done with your hair. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes, so good. Um that like that's one of Anna Paquin's only good moments in this movie also. Her reaction to that is very she's yeah, like good clothes oh, yeah dang. she's like okay motherfucker
3: i did i did remember that i think that the struck by lightning line in this movie is when wolverine shows up and he's like oh your motorcycle's out of gas throws the keys over to psychops and he's like cool it up yeah so, like, like i don't so know who here. like you're both douches.
0: um actually before we move on i kind of want to talk about the end of the movie because at oh. the end of the movie has a lot of cool stuff um and it has uh Something I don't think many of us were ready for, or many people who were into X Men okay, comics yeah. at the time were ready for, well, which was, um, well, one before we get to the big thing, my personal favorite moment for this movie was when Stryker is chained to the dam and, yeah, he 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 playing with the kid. In his hands and he's like, You'll never be anything but an animal, and that's how everyone will always see. I also love yeah. when
3: he says, oh, What is he called? The kid, he's like, You with that creature,
2: yeah, 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 like, yeah.
3: you with
0: that,
2: creature. Yeah, yeah, I'll take my chances with it. I, I just have one note on the whole uh, what holds up thing, and then we can go to what i think you were trying to segue into yeah Uh, and it kind of goes to my earlier point which is we've seen movies now where they spend multiple films building up characters and like getting you to care about them not even i'm not even just talking about the mcu i'd even go so far as to say dc where they really give you a sense of who these people are and why they might come into conflict before they ever even do come to conflict um, and there's not really a sense of that in this movie. Um, there's not really a sense of outside of sort of the major players why these people don't like each other um, until the plot tells us that they're yeah. not supposed to like, they each, they other. like each other because yeah. they're the benefit. But I will mm-hmm. say,
0: like, I think I think with the striker thing I think that's actually kind of, it flies in the face of that because I think the performance is so good granted you don't yeah. spend much time with Stryker outside of this movie and then when he comes back in later films but like, he is so immediately detestable and when you try, when you finally put the context of what he does to Logan, um, it's Really inhumane and awful,
2: mm-hmm. um,
0: and it really makes him seem like it's just a slimy piece of shit.
3: I, I think it's more about like the Brotherhood, quote unquote, because there's like two people and the X Men. It's like, all right, I, they kind of don't do the best job of explaining the
2: differences. Yeah, yeah, and how they're and how they're different from each other. That's, yeah. I mean, that kind of goes with the plot. And it's like, well, why is the president willing to allow this to happen? Because which the X Men and the Brotherhood aren't that different. Like he, yeah. as far as he knows, they're the same thing. Which, that brings
3: um, to a thing. Are were they? implying that the president's a mutant
2: no i, mean, no, I don't think so
3: when they say that when they're going through the thing of like uh they like kill all the hu- or find all the humans he's not collapsing in pain he's just oh. chilling his chair it's yeah. something that from originally watched about, uh, okay. it's something from my originally watched I was like oh is that what they are implying
2: I didn't notice I think,
0: that I, think I think we can come back around to this um in a, not, like, in a different way when we get the Days of Futures Pass and it's when Magneto is basically saying like I didn't kill JFK I was trying to save him because he's one of us mm-hmm. yeah like maybe that's a more fleshed out version of this idea
3: yeah because they
1: definitely like, change though in like the third movie
3: I don't know I don't know about the present though um, the only other thing before we leave like the aging wise I want to bring up was the romance in this movie quote unquote is yeah. really uncomfortable yeah as, that's really bad as the, the Jean Grey one is I actually think the Mystique one is like I don't even know what the hell is going on like, why is this happening?
4: Yeah, wait for X3 when they just shoot in the <laughs> yeah. uh, Wolverine storm for some reason.
2: That's right, like, I mean, looking
3: uh, at the, Halle Berry's, like, the other big face on it besides Hugh Jackman. And, like, she has, like, 12 lines in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd make the argument with, with maybe two exceptions. I don't really think romance in superhero movies has gotten much better, though. Um, Unless it's unless it's gonna be fucking dynamite, I don't think you need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and until they really know how to do it right, they they. Maybe shouldn't and i might like and, and like the ones that work are yeah. ones
0: that where like like Ant Man and Wasp I think works because they work well together like or when they already have a family together like Pepper yeah. pot Tony work because that built over time um and then like Hawkeye really. Hawkeye and his family works because you meet them and you're like oh look at this fucking beautiful lovable tra- bunch of charming people
1: what <laughs> I mean,
2: do you think her... old, like Bruce thing, then. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean that doesn't work uh-huh. that doesn't work really at all I mean aside from everything you've mentioned Connor the only one that I think really really works. And this is obvious because it's me. Uh, it's it's Peggy and Steve. The rest of I them mean, really don't work. Well, for yeah, me. with Peggy
0: and Steve, they they held them apart for so long that it built to an actual fever pitch where you're like, just give them the fucking dance. Right, and, and the, those two right. have
2: a lot of chemistry. Also, yeah. yeah. Like
0: the pro- I think the problem with Nat and Bruce is that like Whedon built that with stuff like, let's jump over this bar and up, oh, you fell into my boobs again. Like,
2: yeah. Well, it's not just that. And that movie came right after Winter Soldier. Um, in like the actual to- Earth. Timeline. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier it doesn't set up a romantic relationship, but it sets up a closeness between Nat and Steve, um, yeah. which of course continued to develop. But it wasn't clear where that would go, and I think that that was part of the discomfort there. Thoughtful. Yeah, um,
0: they, I, like, they known each other for, because Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson have known each other forever. So, but,
2: yeah. but I mean, like, but I,
4: that's why, like, I really like about like those Avengers movies is that you know, Black Widow and Steve Rogers are not romantic at all. Like, they are just mm-hmm. very good. friends. You know, yeah. they're like best bro. You know, well, they,
2: like yeah the they romance smoke. that
4: doesn't work yeah. in uh in Winter Soldier <laughs> is Steve and Agent Thirteen.
3: Yes, yeah, which is well, why they basically ignore
2: that's it more a War, but yes, I agree. Like it doesn't when they kiss, it's not earned. Like the best part of that scene Bucky, is same in the fucking <laughs> yeah, Bucky and, Falcon, and them just I like not it. And,
1: and it feels weird once you take in accounts from other movies specifically. Yeah. I think she's her niece though or something also, that.
0: Also that character has vanished from the fucking MCU. Like she's gone. <laughs> she she yeah. was
4: snapped she was snapped before the snap. Yeah
3: the apparently is the character that's very connected to Steve in the comics like heavily and then they just didn't know what to do with her. They're like, oh we're gonna put her in and either well, they
2: didn't we're... Yeah. The fact that he learns that they're related during the funeral is like what? How how how, how did that yeah,
0: happen? like I think it I think it sucks because I think her moment at the end of when she pulls a gun on Runlow is awesome. Yeah. Um there's a whole room full of terrified people and she's like, No fuck you and she draws on him first. Yeah, great. Um but, uh, yeah, the romance in these movies is always so fucking ham-fist, and then, like, by the next movie when we have, like, Wolverine, and As he's going to stab Gene, he's like,
2: No, Gene, I love you! And I'm just like, yeah. With? I,
4: yeah, I've never been, like, a believer of Gene and Wolverine. Like, I just mm-hmm. I don't like you it. never been a fan I mean, of Wolverine? Not even the you know like, comics, I mean, even in the cartoons. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, you know who I thought had chemistry in this movie? Uh, Rebecca Romaine and Hugh Jackman. They actually uh, kind of seem to like each other on this film. Yeah! Well, so. oh, but they yeah. Yeah, like
3: the character mystique or because they don't really have like tons of scenes it's like because she comes don't
2: his, and then she turns into the Halle Berry and herself and then just I, think her. he, I think he's more interesting with her in that one scene than he <laughs> yeah. is with anybody else uh, and I, I would even argue that it extends to Rebecca Romaine because they're both doing like not a, an impression but they're both like copying her mannerisms and like doing sort of moving the way that mystique moves kind of um mm-hmm. so yeah
0: also yeah. like just to go back on like the huge the, the Wolverine Cyclops and Grey thing like It always, I think in any medium, feels like it makes Wolverine look douchey. It makes mm. look unfaithful and makes Scott look like a fucking weasel because he just, like, he does barely anything to fight against this, like, this trespasser to his relationship. And Gene's like, mm-hmm. And, like, flirts them him and, like, but, stroke chest. The this, first- is,
3: <sighs> this is going to be a weird analogy, but I kind of just popped in my head that this is kind of similar to Twilight. And Twilight actually oh, does that three way relationship yeah. way better because he's basically the Jacob, you know, wolf boy. And it's like, in those movies, and I've had to watch them, Jacobs is basically treated as this, like, clinger honor. It's like, dude, why are you here? Yeah.
2: Nothing to throw away. If you've seen the later movies, you know why he's there.
1: Oh, oh, God. With that baby that Zuka said. we're, we're I, talking I, about I, romances, I don't believe in the rogue Bobby Iceman romance at all. It's, yeah,
2: no, it doesn't work. No,
1: he's more. He has more even chemistry with. Even, even the key <laughs> Bride development that comes third movie, which I'm jumping ahead here, but we'll,
2: we'll talk about that.
3: Yeah, I, See, know, I think that goes back I, to I, Singer like all the better kind of chemistry is weirdly between all the male characters like i like the kind of shittiness between cyclops and wolverine i kind of feel more of their stuff at the end
2: (laughs) you two just fuck already it would be better though Uh, go ahead john
4: the Um, only love triangle i think is like good in x-men was uh cyclops gene and uh emma
0: yeah, well, yeah but, well that's compelling because like it's it, it like it's it makes Cyclops' moral compass seem like really fucking weird. Um then you add the fact that like Gene dies and Cyclops makes out with Emma on top of her tombstone, you're like,
5: ah <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs>
0: <that's> a <laughs> cool what a great guy. <laughs> um yeah. it's um, so it's that it kinda of, it it elicits an emotional reaction out of you, so it kind of makes it interesting.
2: Yeah. Mm, but, I, um, I
0: feel
4: I feel ahead. like the, like the reason why like they have like the the, the love triangle between Logan Scott and Gene. Gene, it's just because you know it's a thing for cyclops to do because even yeah. like in the animated series it's like they had like no idea what to do with scott and they're like well yeah. let's just have him have like some kind of like bro douchebag like thing with wolverine
3: what's well, the problem mm-hmm. with wolverine is the main character and he's not the leader of the team it's like he needs to have a romantic something and the only character really it's either storm or gene gray and he's had like not really much with storm in the comics yeah, well, and we kind yeah. of hooked up with everybody,
0: but uh, mm. I, I think we can move on to the final segment. I didn't pull up a quote, um, like we did last time, but I, maybe someone else did. If we didn't, we can just speculate. Uh, um, yeah, we just
2: speculate. This time.
0: So, we last time we, we closed it out with a suggestion from Arlen of like, what did Feige learn, uh, from being involved in this production as many as well as many others? Last time we did this, it was basically like, what was the quote we pulled? It was, you can't make magic happen, either it does yeah. or it doesn't, and you can't force it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, we yeah his thing was patience key um which means that to me like if that's his experience from not just the first one maybe the first three like i kind of wonder what was going on with fox at the time and these movies
2: well we kind of know so spider-man happened as i said and we didn't really do what what did kevin feige learn for daredevil because i hadn't come up with the idea yet um (laughs) but we can kind of sort of go with that and the problem with Daredevil a lot of the time is that movie's clearly trying to copy Spider-Man. Like yeah. it's very clearly like, oh, he's gonna move like Spider-Man, and some of his powers are gonna be kind of Spider-Man-ish because Spider-Man's big and he's red and people will be confused. Um, so and uh, also
3: yeah, the cuts like the theatrical cut, he's like box stepping in and be like, no, we need more romance.
2: Yes, yes, but exactly.
4: But what if we also meet him like Batman? Right, that's and got uh, fucking yeah. rare.
3: And he chews painkillers
0: without water.
4: Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that you can sort of take that lesson kind of into this movie a little bit, which is, I feel like there's a bit of trend chasing going on with Fox. Oh, yeah. and, I think, and I think Feige being in a prime place where he can see that, I think he learned, don't chase the trends, make the trends, be the one yeah. forwarding things. And it's important to point out, 2003, it's a year from the Angley Lee Hulk movie, um, which he would have been working on at this time. Like yeah, I think Fantastic Four would have been in like pre-production, probably maybe production. I don't know how long. ago. That oh,
1: okay, that's uh, what we got, five. Hulk was June 03. Man, I gotta yeah. say, I
0: can't wait to see that movie for the first time because I've never seen it, and I know we're watching it for the show, but like one? the Incredible Hulk, the no, Hulk. No, 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 Hulk. The
4: Hulk. Hulk yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: Oh, Angley
4: Ang Hulk. Ang Hulk is pretty miserable.
2: <laughs> yes, <Yeah>.
4: It
3: is. <laughs> it is very Japanese.
2: It shouldn't be a Hulk movie. That's the that's the problem with it. it um, Angley decided, I'm gonna make a Comic
1: book movie that's also an existential crisis movie or some kind of thing like that. Is, I think yeah. when I was,
0: he's going. He also, whenever I look at like images, I'm like, why
2: is he so green? Well, he changes sizes. Also, which is
1: <laughs> the one thing. The one thing I say, bless Nick Nolte in that entire movie. Just bless that man. Uh, yeah,
4: I think he's the best part about that movie.
2: He's he the part about that whole movie. He, uh, get back, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's him. Just uh, uh, okay, that's another episode that we aren't doing right now. Uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, don't chase the trap. Yeah.
3: I would say also, um, when it comes to your villains, higher talent because yep. getting yeah. Brian, you know, yeah. Uh, like that is uh, getting Brian Cox in there very much reminds me of getting Robert Redford, mm-hmm. getting um, these Got big rolling. name.
2: Yeah, I, I think you might have learned big talent can make up for like I said, not really being able to establish these characters, not being able to build them up over time. Big talent can fill that hole. I but I, I mean that's the thing. This Kevin, what Kevin Feige learned doesn't necessarily need to be all good things. I think that they might have taken that too much to heart. Of well, we can just give them nothing to do and. They'll still they'll fill in the gaps themselves. We can give Christopher Eccleston tons of makeup and these lines and he'll, he'll put it yeah, together, right? The mm-hmm.
1: character, but like, there's no character there Mm -hmm. mm-hmm so yeah thing you might have learned was like i'm thinking like with the end of the movie being some kind of cliffhanger
2: of some kind yes i think that's something he learned and again with the whole building of relationship thing the entire time i was watching scott and wolverine towards the end of this movie i was thinking this would work better if i thought that they were even not even friends but like if it seemed like they had a good working relationship with one another like that there was something more than I don't like you because you're flirting with my girlfriend, if there was something even a there, little bit deeper there. Because, there,
0: like, <laughs> that moment in a vacuum is pretty heavy because, like, Scott, like, basically collapses in Logan's arms, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and
2: then and
3: she's, like, she's
0: gone. She's yeah, gone. He's, he's he's a, yeah, he's a complete. He's very that.
2: much not earned. Yeah, and
0: like, uh, but like, but I think it's it's acted fucking fantastically because it is. Scott is like, yeah. I will blast this fucking door down and go jump in that river. And Logan's like, No, she is gone.
2: Like that's a death sentence.
3: Yeah. but when they mm-hmm. turn to Nightcrawler, it's like, Go get her. And he's like, She's not letting me. Yeah, like oh, okay, that's
2: that's right. It. And then I mean, and that week, that leads to another lesson I think, which is go all in. Which is something that I've heard uh, mm-hmm. Marcus McFeely talk about with Endgame how. They don't, like, save things for movies. They don't, like, come up with an idea and then save it for later down the line. If they have an idea and it's good, they just do it. They don't wait to do it or, and spend too much time. If if they think that it's a good idea to bring in Zemo, they bring in Zemo. They don't wait around. They don't wait around and just, like, use HYDRA for 15 movies. They use HYDRA twice, uh, kind of three times in Civil. if you're including that one guy from Civil War. And then HYDRA's in the TV show, and that's about it um yeah, guess, so I mean, I yeah.
0: spider-man act same way because they didn't plan for spider-man spider-man happened
2: yeah, yeah. and they went all in very yeah. quickly he has the full-on suit they didn't wait for him they didn't go to uncle ben and all that stuff they just did it oh thank um, god <laughs> yeah. yeah
4: yeah well they did do uncle ben
2: well yeah yeah i guess <laughs> i i, I mean, are you referring to endgame John. Uh, yeah, yes?
0: Yeah, just say yes or no. Okay. Um yeah. I will like I accept that because it wasn't the first time we saw Spider-Man like the, his introduction wasn't like, "Oh no, loved one, uh, great power responsibility." Shake because we're getting
2: that
4: because we're getting it far from home.
0: That's fine. I mean, it's been it's, it's been a little while. I'm yeah. okay
2: now. Yeah. Yeah, and using using a character that we have 10 years of association with and giving that Plot to that character um, and putting it on Spider Man, that's fine. I think that that's actually really that better than having a new Uncle Ben
0: show up every seven years to get shot in the sidewalk. Like,
3: <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs>
3: I, I, I mean, it's it's, not like, it's not like Brooklyn or was it Queens is even that bad? I
2: would to use Zoom out until the is there with the time stone. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay, I was going to joke that. And it's like he comes back from a trip from overseas at Far From Home, and he sees like Aunt May, and she's like, "Oh Ben, like or like Oh Peter, would you like to meet uh, Ben? He's he's uh, like new <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ben,
2: <laughs> new Uncle Ben. Yes."
1: I'm still waiting for like Toby McGuire. What is, it,
2: what is Uncle Ben like? A,
0: what is, is is Ben like a, a fucking dog? he's getting a new one every few years. Like I got a <laughs> <don't know>, <laughs> new dog. There's oh, a new model.
3: It's the fourth one. Come on.
4: Uh, oh, the yeah. snap, the and snap
0: like, brought Peter's back like, Uncle Ben Peter's like, May, you do this every decade and it's getting really creepy
1: I really like the name,
0: okay? I know he's old this time, okay? but it's gonna work, I swear 70
1: year old man like, Peter he <laughs> shows up, he's like, hi, I'm your new neighbor <laughs>
4: meet my daughter Gwen <laughs> oh, oh, my, oh my
1: god <laughs> no, we, already, we already did that story let's not please
4: what if uh what oh, what, no. if, what, if, what if he comes back and she's like, Hey, like I'd like you to meet like my new boyfriend. Uh his name's Ben Ben Grimm. Uh,
2: God damn it. <laughs> are you telling me are you <laughs> <are> telling <there laughs> me
0: you wanna you wanna introduce what, no hold on wait 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 <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> What a sandwich? Wait, is- now now <laughs> is it Ben
1: Grimm and Human Form or is he already at the same time? Now here's my question. Is it Ben Grimm and human form or is he already the thing?
4: Uh, I would see really a I, shot with a magic rock bullet. Like, I I'd think it'd be funnier if he was in human form because that's how they—they're like, oh, they're they're playing the scenes.
2: <laughs> and that's how
0: they introduce them. He gets like when someone throws a rock at him and he falls over. He's like, great power comes. <laughs> no, you
1: know what they have an orange coming. Be like, hey, you a rock monster? Throw the rock at him.
2: <laughs> uh. Oh, anyway God. on
0: that note let's wrap and get the hell out of this review because next week right. we've got garbage. Uh, oh man Last I, I know I know Eric wants to be on that one really badly because he said like this movie broke him and <laughs> just as a preview like when I first saw Last Dan, I was younger and not as enthusiastic about like kind of picking these movies apart so I think I left the theater going like I think I like that but I also think I was just recovering the fact that I'm like they killed Xavier they killed Cyclops they killed Gene like <laughs> well,
3: if you count killing Cyclops
4: uh, happy.
3: I, I remember
4: really, remember remember being in the theater watching it and just being Angry, like being very mad, because because I, I was like super into X Men, and then you would just have like characters I liked who would just be like, "Oh, multiple mans in this week. Oh, he's a nobody."
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Connor, I was <laughs>
4: a cheer boat where I was like, I didn't know any better, and I was so dumbfounded by the fact that they like killed
1: off three main characters. So I was like, "Yeah,
0: like," and I was also that was a time where I wasn't reading comics anymore, um, and so I was like, "Oh, cool, this looks fun." Um, and then went into it, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they did that." I do remember, um, when like Cyclops died I was like, no, he'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> and, I waited, and I waited and I waited and I waited and then the funerals happened. I'm like, fuck you.
4: Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> if, if you thought that Cyclops had nothing to do in this movie, just just wait for the next week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <the most laughs> it wasn't, is that in important, the first wasn't even important enough to kill in front of you.
4: Yeah, because yeah. he was too busy going filming Superman Return. Yeah. The most yeah.
2: problematic movie on earth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. John, your enthusiasm is so great. Oh yeah! God.
1: I, I, right. I want to see John take apart Superman Returns. Just see what happens. Oh my God. Uh, Superman I would Returns.
2: Say, uh, I, would be, I feel so bad for Brandon. I mean, health. in Why? retrospect, it's not as bad
4: as Man of Steel. No.
2: Well, I don't know. They made Superman like a movie dad. I would I say think, not I as bad I, as VVS, but yeah. I,
0: I, I think between, this is not to lead to a discussion, but I think somewhere between Man of Steel and Superman Returns is a great Superman film. It's just that neither of them really Yeah, it's after. like, do I yeah. want
4: the Superman film where Superman is a deadbeat dad or do I want the Superman movie <laughs> where Superman, Superman's yeah. dad would want him to kill a bus full of kids? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which one? Which one do we really want? No, no answer. No, no, is, uh, no, no, the answer like, is no, season five no, no. of Smallville, which it came funny, out at the same time. A fucking revolver.
0: It's a it's a Russian roulette game with a revolver with two bullets. Like I don't want to play this
3: game. Hey, it's <laughs> yes, movie where Superman destroys an entire.
1: Connor, I think I got this. I think I got this image in my head of just a uh, uh, Kevin Costner going up to the tornado with a uh, two bullets and a gun, just like Russian roulette with a tornado. Go ahead, John Kent. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there's so much to compare in those movies because it's like oh a movie where superman destroys like a city and a town and a movie where the villain is a rock yeah, one
0: where the, the villains plan is a real estate scheme, and the other one where a villains plan is like, I'm gonna make this planet my planet. Also, Superman <laughs> destroyed <laughs> everything. Anyway, let's get the fuck out of here. Um, so uh, I'm Connor McGraw. Uh, we took a week off from Movie Dumpster because we found ourselves once again somehow ahead of ourselves. Um, we had a couple episodes to edit, but the next one is Asylum Pictures Titanic Two, which came out in 2010. And if you were hoping for something ridiculous, um, it's not. It's actually pretty middle of the road and takes itself way too fucking seriously. And they um, have. To do something like I don't know. Cthulhu picked up his pinky and sank the Titanic, <laughs> or like werewolves attacked it, or something, or a, a, I want like, that movie now. Like an yeah. iceberg with fists punched the boat in half. Nothing. <laughs> that. I would think
2: the iceberg. You movie. Just, just
0: pitched it. five better movies. I know. <laughs> what what they do, they do? What they do give you is inadvertently sell you on an apocalyptic scenario that they treat with the le- like with no seriousness whatsoever because the boat is hit by an um, a, a, a tidal wave carrying icebergs moving at eight hundred. 134 miles an hour. That's not a that's not a small disaster. That's the end of the East Coast. Like- yeah
3: that close to, that's gonna that's be close to the speed an
0: up. apocalyptic event um also uh icebergs going that fast wouldn't just put a hole in the ship it would it would cut it like a cheese grater um yeah. but uh so that movie's coming out it sucked but we had a good time dissecting it because it's preposterous and um it took it takes itself way too seriously but doesn't have the budget or the talent to carry off what they're trying to do and it comes off as hilariously inept um so it's
4: every asylum movie
0: oh yeah and i never sat down and actually watched an asylum pictures movie until that one i yeah, knew there... one of them because i was like oh i know what the fuck you're doing? I've seen this kind of stuff before, but I sat and watched. It, I'm like, oh, you didn't earn any of this. Yeah,
4: the thing about like asylum films is, it's like you know, it's like they out of their way go and try and make a purposely bad film, and people who make purposely bad films end up making films that are not enjoyable. Like, thank you why I...
2: so fucking
0: much for that so, statement. Like, every scary movie is after. The reason why movie. I have never sat through Sharknado is the reason why I won't sit through any of that. Right? Because I'm like, I I see the strings. You're not fooling me. I'm not being right. sold by this.
4: Yeah, like that's yeah. why the room is. So good. It's kind of like why yeah. Jupiter Ascending is so good.
0: Yeah, because yeah. the room, the room is lightning in a bottle because the room was made with sincerity because Tommy Wiseau thought he was doing what he should do and not right. what he not not making moves so as to please a specific section of, of the crowd. Like, yeah, well, he was, he was I,
2: trying I, to I, please his Russian funders. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's um, the charm is that
0: I don't know if Tommy Wiseau is either a sincere inept filmmaker or the most successful con man
1: who's ever stepped behind a camera.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. either say- way. Going back to the asylum. I do want to know if, like, now we want to know tonight if Dick Van Dyke actually sits down and watches the movies that his grandson writes. And
0: he Just sits there with a cigarette in his hand, just going like, Ugh.
4: "I can't <laughs> believe watching. I worked. I can't believe I worked seventy years in Hollywood for this to happen. This is have my yeah. family. <laughs> <laughs> They're, They're completely undoing friends. everything I've worked for." <laughs>
1: Calls his grandson up, like what the fuck are you I doing? I
4: love the idea
0: of Dick Van Dyke just being furious that his grandson is dismantling his legacy <laughs> with, with like, <laughs> incompetence. Um but yeah, Bushwack is out. Um I kind of think we're gonna do okay, so we might do the remake, we might do the original of the horror film Pulse coming up. Ooh,
3: I um, remember you talking about that.
0: I think we might do the Japanese version. I'm not sure. The problem with doing the remake is that the remake make me so fucking mad that I probably couldn't do much for an episode except for tell everyone how much that movie sucks. Uh, and that's kind of like it's not really what we're trying to do. So I think we might do the original Pulse because um 18 years old now um, and it's a horror film that it's one like I've never seen before because it's less of a horror film and more of an essay on like despair and loneliness and human misery uh, and oh, it, it's
4: a Japanese horror
0: yes yeah but it's, it's one yeah like I saw Juwan I saw that one a whole bunch of them together oh dear god <laughs>
1: that's the same oh god I the not i remember this
0: show that fucking chin anyway um but like pulse is so oppressively lonely and interesting that i kind of really want to talk about it so hopefully we get around to doing it sometime soon but like other than that i don't have a lot of future teasers i think our next one is actually a movie called drainiac um uh, and yes okay. i said i said drainiac not brainiac or maniac uh joe picked it of course um so i think that's yeah. the next one but uh i think we we've also got something working where we might do uh one or a few of the crow sequel um and, and probably not city of angels because city of angels is kind of okay um but i've seen wicked prayer and it's got edward furlong david boreanaz and Tara <laughs> Reed, and it is a fucking piece of dog shit uh and it's an assassination of everything that made the crow interesting so that's kind of the only teases i have going forward lots of uncertainty but we'll figure it out as we go along uh, also uh mdu mondays which is the thing we're doing on our instagram where we're going to start fleshing out this weird in joke that started with season one <laughs> And kind of add some canon and lore to these ridiculous ideas that we've been fleshing out with jokes, and now they'll have more context. We got one up. It's Daniel Stern, so I hope you go check that out. Uh, next Monday, um, the next one's going to be John Hurt, and I'm writing that one, um, and I'm going to stab him out. he is our Thanos. So there's that.
2: Who's next? Uh, Yeah. uh, So uh, by the time this is coming out, um, I believe uh, me and Eric Sayor will have put out our Matrix revisit. I think that's what we're doing in honor of John Wick. Uh, So uh, go listen to that. Uh, We're also going to be covering Game of Thrones the Friday of the week that this comes out uh talking about that finale which i'm sure both of us will have um thoughts on i'm sure sh- I'm, <laughs> I'm fairly positive we will um so yeah go listen to that uh i think the no actually wait i think we're doing the godzilla episode very soon also by the time that Ooh, was so nice. yeah yeah oh and i yeah me and Hunter, we're probably gonna do a king of monsters view so yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: going down uh don't follow me on social anywhere i mean it seriously guys stop <laughs> um yeah check out monster mash uh maybe there'll be an episode maybe not i don't know
2: yeah depends on if we can actually record something you know yeah. that's, that's important yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no point. Uh, uh, i got nothing else <laughs>
3: uh all right i have 12 podcasts john is on one of them uh, oh, no, no. Right. both johns are on, on on them uh are one of them which is and now comics we are taking a week off because according to this um and so we talk about comics on that show that's every thursday on this stream uh every tuesday me and alan do uh smallville chronicles that we've incepted into connor's brain for forever and we yeah. watch uh after we just finished season three and that's coming out or came out today was um justice league 1997 pilot movie for cbs that never aired because it's a piece of dog shit uh where it's friends meets the office meets superheroes and barry allen in it is a goomba who can't keep a job i and marcher Manhunter's fat and then uh, we have legion of tunes which is on los haro and i think we should be recording tomorrow our episode on john what is or silo what is the name of it it's the van gogh movie
4: uh
3: uh Something Vincent.
4: Finding Vincent? Finding, Finding Vincent.
3: Vincent. Yes. Alright. And wow. that's it. That's all we got. Or I got.
4: For some reason, all I could think of was the Danny DeVito movie, My <laughs> Cousin Vinny. I was like, it's not My, my Cousin Vincent?
3: Danny DeVito. <laughs> my Cousin Christ. Vincent? That's, that's Joe Pesci.
4: Joe Pe- same guy. No, my
3: god. Oh. Joe Pesci will actually kill you
1: um i'm kind of just around on the phantom zone what an astounding plug <laughs> i try um, i am i am present, I am <laughs> present and i also uh, i'm on twitter Jams got 193 i don't have any podcasts of my own i just kind of show up when these guys invite me in and i piggyback off success well we appreciate your honesty yes, yes. You kidding
4: Uh. You can find me on Twitter at John, J-O-H-N, underscore, F-N, underscore, Siler, S-E-I-L-E-R. Uh, I work for FAKU.net. I'll be in Chicago this weekend for Anime Central, so if you're in the Chicago area, come see me there. Don't go to FAKU.net unless you're over 18.
1: <laughs> uh, I... I was like, oh.
4: And my Twitter account's pretty uh, safe work, you know, uh, I usually just tweet about wrestling or how everyone should go watch OKKO OK or, you know, Basically, whatever comics I'm reading.
2: Sweet, is that everybody. Yeah.
5: we did it. Yeah. Oh, you know means we have to watch x next <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: bye. Well, at the very least, we can probably come up with a new sign-off. Then, then we'll debut right now, which is fuck X-Men three. Uh,
2: yeah, fuck yeah. X-Men uh, three. Fuck X-Men I'm 2. the drug or not, bitch. Um, bye. God, I can't believe
4: that was in that fucking movie. Um, yeah.
2: Fuck ben, yeah. Van Dyke
4: that's the only thing they knew
2: about come <laughs> 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 <laughs>